Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Big Love. God's holy work is fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ, the defeat of death itself. We have received the gift of new life, and we can use that gift to spread God's big love to those near and far. Joining Christians everywhere during this Easter season, we proclaim with joy, Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. A reading from Luke, chapter 9, verses 18 through 27. Once when Jesus was praying alone, with only the disciples near him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist, but others, Elijah, and still others that one of the ancient prophets has arisen. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, The Messiah of God. He sternly ordered and commanded them not to tell anyone, saying, The Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then he said to them all, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. What does it profit them if they gain the whole world, but lose or forfeit themselves? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words, of them the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Here ends the reading. If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Jesus' teachings are hard, and Christian discipleship can be confusing. We sometimes feel like God is asking impossible things of us, so we quietly ignore them in the hopes that Jesus is just being dramatic or provocative in today's Gospel of Luke. Surely all God really wants is for us to be nice, good citizens who care for our families, make brownies for the bake sale, and avoid particularly grievous sins. Jesus can't really mean it when he says, take up your cross and follow me. Here's what Jesus doesn't mean by that statement. He's not asking you to be a martyr. He's not asking you to take on more than your share of your discipleship. He's not asking you to adopt a wounded persona, making it clear to all that you are suffering as a result of other people's bad behavior. He's not asking you to hurt yourself, harm yourself, or take any action to disfigure the miracle of creation that you already are. The command to deny yourself doesn't even mean giving up things that you love and enjoy. All of those are perversions of the invitation to discipleship. In this passage, Jesus is speaking to his disciples who are beginning to understand who he is, but still don't understand what messiahship means. They imagine that he will defeat the Romans. They imagine that he will usher in perfect peace. They imagine that all the religious hypocrites will be revealed and put to shame. They imagine that they will be named cabinet secretaries in a new eternal administration. Peter is right that Jesus is the Messiah, but Jesus knows that they are unprepared for what that means. Yes, the Messiah will defeat the rulers of the world, but not through violence and war. The battle will be won through acts of righteousness and mercy. 
Yes, the Messiah will usher in perfect peace, but it may take millennia, not months. God converts people to peace from the inside out, not through brute force. Yes, religious hypocrisy will be revealed, but not for the sake of abuse or shame, but for the sake of conversion and repentance. And yes, the faithful will join Jesus in reconciling the world to God, but not for the sake of individual power, but for redeemed community. The disciples in Luke are beginning to understand who Jesus is, but they don't understand how salvation will happen. It took the events of Holy Week and Easter for them to perceive what God is up to and how we might respond. When Jesus invites us to take up our cross and follow him, he's not just being provocative or dramatic. He's making it clear that the redemption of the world will unfold in God's time, and until that final day, we must be like Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. As disciples, you don't have to find a cross to carry. It will be placed on you by the last vestiges of Satan's rule. As God's way conflicts with the world's way, you can expect to be maligned, mistreated, and misunderstood. But our goal is not to carry a cross. Our goal, like Jesus, is to keep our eyes on the generosity of the Father, the trustworthiness of the Son, and the strength of the Holy Spirit. That focus will give us strength to carry any cross and hope for the new heaven and new earth that is already underway. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.